0: Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever you happen to be, I have on the screen reminder to click go live on Instagram, because we're trying something new. Apparently, you can stream on Instagram, so I've been messing around with stream keys and all kinds. There's no prompt on Instagram, though. Thanks, Instagram. I don't know, I'll see if I can uh, do it. Go live. I, I, fuck it. You know what it is. If it works, it works. How are we doing? Good morning. Cow daily back again. We're talking about like things that aren't very dark at all of the day. <laughs> mm-hmm. If you believe that, you'll believe anything. Just clocked. I'm looking a little bit <laughs> like Shemima McGum back in the day. <laughs> I'll take this off. There you go. I'll take my hood off. Dressed all in black, and that's for the audio people with a hood up and that, with a black hat on as well. Just looking like I'm wearing a fucking hijab and that. I've sworn it's one minute in oh dear what can we do morning everybody Hi, linda Hi, Slaz. hiya jojo colin andy zoe michael leon how are you doing so we're going to talk about the lad who set himself on fire today aaron bushnell um not just about him but also about um sort of the philosophical concepts that like self-immolation can sort of bring up which sounds mad as hell like but they are them and we'll look at the, some of the history of this and we'll look at whether it's futile or not. Um, also, we'll be talking about, about a bag of other things. Um, just going to dip through a few other things. And there's one thing I'm going to throw up and I don't even know what I'm going to say. It's just like a, I've got a prompt. and I'm going to just talk because I just feel like I've got things that I need to get off my chest and just externalize them because... I think some of you will, like, definitely some of the people watching or listening to this, like, will definitely um, relate. Um, I'll talk about some personal things, but um, there'll be no names mentioned, of course, as ever. But um, it's part of this whole thing. It's part of where we're all at in 2024, you know, I feel at least. So, yeah. Also, before that, we'll be talking about something that's double funny. Which is this? Let's just go straight to it. Two seconds. I'll lob it up on the screen. Dink. That isn't it. However, that's definitely not funny what I've just thrown up on the screen at all. Right. What's up on the screen is this. ex on Star claims Taylor Swift performs satanic rituals in front of fans. This is from the Belfast Telegraph. Um, this quote is from former on Star Shane Lynch. That's why I've stopped listening to those types of music myself, because it doesn't suit my spirit. Former Boys star Shane Lynch claims Taylor Swift is performing satanic rituals in front of millions of fans. The committed Christian says some music is a danger to society because artists are channeling the devil in plain sight. Entrepreneur Sean aired his controversial views as he and his wife Sheena, the Real Housewives of Chester star, launched their latest business venture under their Amen label. Jane first shared his views on Satanism in the music industry last year on a premier Christian radio podcast. He claimed Sam Smith and Beyonce are so demonic, it's unbelievable. He added that during his time in the industry, he'd witnessed satanic rituals where albums were prayed over to ensure success. Hold on a minute. What What, what does that mean? They were praying over albums. Isn't he a Christian? Like praying in what sense? I need more information here. Hopefully this goes on. He told Sunday World this week he believes Taylor Swift is also an advocate of Satanism. Shane believes there are alarming hidden meanings within Taylor Swift concerts. I think when you're looking at a lot of the artists out there, a lot of their stage shows are satanic rituals live in front of 20,000 people without them realizing and recognizing, said Shane. You'll see a lot of hoods up and masks on and fire ceremonies. Even down to Taylor Swift, one of the biggest artists in the world, you watch one of her shows and she has two or three different demonic rituals to do with the pentagrams on the ground, to do with all sorts of stuff on her stage. But to a lot of people, it's just art, and that's how people are saying it, unfortunately. Swift has been previously dragged into satanic conspiracies with claims she makes the hand signal of horns during shows. It is alternately said she is using a sign language gesture for I love you. Okay, then, that'll do on the information I feel. Um, from what I can gather, there's some Irish musicians who went down the crystal fast route, Jim Colby and the other ones, and um, I just think like it's there's a couple of things for me here. One of them being like, do you remember? Uh, well, it's the Alan Partridge monkey tennis thing again. Boy's own star pointing the fingers at fucking Taylor Swift about satanic rituals and that. This is where we are at, and this is where we are at in terms of people believing all kinds of stuff. And, I mean, we say it every day, certainly online, and it's certainly something that we'll um, be touching on later in terms of, like, people believe in things just to sort of fit into their worldview rather than, like... I don't know. I don't even fucking know. I don't even even know anymore. I'm just reporting. I'm just showing you the things at this point. (laughs) No, I'll I'll offer some analysis later. Two seconds I really need a drink of this. We're gonna go for Ravi just so I can have a couple of swigs of this wonderful lemon balm. Um I'll give you an update on the caffeine if you want as well. This is Ravi. Not Ravi actually. Oh Lord, that's not... so caffeine update. Um Day nine, which is the outer edge of the acute withdrawals and it's kicked me absolute hump in. I did it before and it it was bad but it wasn't this bad like. Um but I'm starting to come out the other end. I am still having the odd like anxiety spike. I had a savage one for about five minutes last night and it just went away. Um which is normal for this. It's like receptors and things are realigning. So it's positive so there's nothing to worry about and um, you know you do you but for me you know I'm having a bad if I push the caffeine button there's no doubt about it that lemon balm man what a drink honestly it's like you drink it and it just it feels like it goes through your entire vascular system with goodness you know obviously it doesn't but like Anyway, some more comments. Who could it be? JC, no, not that one. Nice to see you. So he's saying that him and the lads took part in that shit too. Is that why they had so many number ones with their beige shine music? I've not thought of it like that, JC, but quite possibly. Jez Hunt, nice to see you. I've not watched the Taylor Swift gig, but I don't think she's praising Lucifer. Be cooler if she did. Right? There's a case to be made. An absolute case to be made. Could somebody do us a favor, right? Could somebody go to Instagram? And see if we're actually streaming on Instagram because I've got the take up in the uh, the right of me screen that it is, but it also said I had to go and like click live on it, so I don't know. And I'm actually live now, so I can't go look. But it would be really cool if you could have a look and let me know. Also, if you want to support our work, go to forward cow daily. You can make one of contribution to our work by going to the PayPal link in description. Cheers thank you very much for that much appreciated read see what's coming next shall we what we got here oh yeah I run this i ran this thing on the instagram account and apparently it's our shadow ban risk is high on there so um obviously when we know all these things on various platforms but i just thought i'd um, check it out and apparently that's the crack but we march on Two paper, two paper cups and a bit of string. Right, so just a quick drink, and then we'll go into uh, um, the thing about Aaron Bushnell. So, before we do, all well, the history of reading makes you feel warm and cosy and proud. You're not reading history, you're reading propaganda. History should hurt sometimes because it's ugly and harsh. And I think that's part of why people are switching off about a variety of things, which may link into this. Topic I've got for later. Things that have discomfort or a level of discomfort attached to them, I can understand entirely. And we need to get to a place of empathy and understanding. I feel why people are deciding to switch off from things. Um maybe they switched on to Palestine, but they can't be switched on to climate. Maybe they switched on to climate and they can't be switched on to COVID. I think um it's crippling people mentally. What reality is, and um I get that, but also, I wanted to do this today about Aaron Bushnell because I think people are in danger of like putting somebody on uh, like beatification of somebody, essentially, like you know the movement smarter and whatnot. and I think that's dangerous when people are so traumatized and, and quite clearly like sort of like having a what looks to me like some kind of mass mental break. Um, when people feel powerless, they do things like Aaron did. So let's unpack that um, and just see what the, what's the coming to go, essentially, pals. I mean, it's it's not without, like, I mean, what I'm not going to do, just from the jump, right, I'm not playing the video. If you want to see a man burn to death, go do it. It's there online for you. Um, I just don't think putting more trauma on. I, I watched the whole thing and it's traumatizing, you, you know what I mean, clearly. Um, but I do it in the course of the work and it was horrible, It's horrible to watch. And I honestly don't think there's any need to watch it. Right. Here it is. So this is from Newsweek. Who is Aaron Bushnell? U.S. Airman sets himself on fire by Israeli embassy. An active duty, this from Khalida Rachman, by the way. An active duty member of the US Air Force set himself on fire outside the Israeli embassy in Washington, DC on Sunday to protest against Israel's war in Gaza, according to reports and video posted on social media. <coughs> Excuse me. Aaron Bushnell, 25 of San Antonio, Texas, died after being transported to a local hospital on Sunday afternoon. A spokesman for the Metropolitan Police Department told Newsweek via email. My name is Aaron Bushnell, I'm an active duty member of the United States Air Force and I will no longer be complicit in genocide, he says in a video of the incident. I'm about to engage in an extreme act of protest, but compared to what people have been experiencing in Palestine at the hands of their colonizers, it's not extreme at all. This is what our ruling class has decided will be normal. The video shows Bushnell walk up to the driveway of the Israeli embassy, set his phone down on the ground and pour an unknown liquid from a bottle over himself and ignite it whilst yelling, free Palestine repeatedly. And just to interject at this point, it's absolutely one of the worst things you'll ever say in your life. So going on, law enforcement officers are heard screaming at Bushnell to get on the ground. One points the gun at him while he collapsed on the ground, screaming in pain. So... A lot of people, like just to, to start with the last bit, there have been given um, the busy, like some grief. People will fall back. Look, at the end of the day, like police are there to be criticised because there's a lot to criticise, right? But what we're looking at is a human being looking at somebody on fire, dying, and he'll have fell back on his training. You know, he'll he'll when he'll be traumatised today. They'll be traumatised for the rest of his life. You know, so again, access and empathy and. As much as we possibly can, that's a human being too, you know I mean there's loads of reasons why the people join the police, so you know, this isn't me flying the flag for the police, just flying the flag for humanity, really must have been horrible for the lad, awful, so there's your mate there, Aaron this is from um pics on Reddit, so what isn't being reported right is things like this, so this is. A screenshot from the Green and Pleasant community on Reddit, and this is from Aaron's Facebook account. He posts the circle A of Anarchy. Many of us like to ask ourselves, what would I do if I was alive during slavery or the Jim Crow South or apartheid? What would I do if my country was committing genocide? The answer is you're doing it right now. Um, just on this, let us know in the comments what you think of what Aaron did. This is from here Say evidence. Just wanted to put that up there on the screen. That's his last words. We've just read them out. Um, This is one of the key things that I wanted to sort of unpack and explore today. Um, On the left on the screen for audio people from 2003 is a picture of Rachel Corrie. Rachel Corrie was an activist um, in Palestine. And she was run over, if I remember correctly, by an Israeli bulldozer. Um, and on the right is a picture of Aaron Bushnell with 2024 underneath. The caption reads, we will never forget you. You did not give your lives in vain. You were heroes with pure heart. Right, martyrdom. That's what's happening here. It's like a kind of beatification of people. And I think it's dangerous. And the reason why I feel it's dangerous is we have a lot of people out there who are mentally unwell. They're being gaslit by society in general and each other. And they're also participating in that because of a level of discomfort. That leads to a certain level of desperation. We've all heard people going, I just don't feel like I can do anything about this. If people get to a desperate place, and look, there's been a big focus on Aaron Bushnell's mental health or otherwise, and people online like diagnosing him sort of thing. But maybe the extremities of 2024 and all these cross-cutting crises are leading to people thinking that this is a rational act. Now, really think about that people may rationally feel that it's a rational part like thing to do like a rational protest and given that we've got so many people who like maybe are hanging by a thread as it is they may see this and feel like this is the thing to do now i don't feel like it's the thing to do on your screen is the self-titled rage against the machine album and do you know what it is right like when this came out I just noticed the fire I didn't actually notice the guy in the bottom left until many years later and that actually speaks to what I'm trying to say here this person um, was a monk so the burning monk on the cover of rage against the machine is Chich Quang Duc an elderly buddhist monk immolating himself on a main intersection in Saigon Vietnam on June the 11th 1963 to protest the rule of in I'm really going to try hard to pronounce this. Ngo Dean deem the American-backed leader of Vietnam. Bloody hell, that was hard. But we try. I'm from Gateshead, so you know. I, I barely speak English, so don't judge. So anyway, the point is this: that guy. I I don't know if anybody else. I didn't see this on the screen until I'd, I read about it later and uh, realized that it was on the front cover of the album, did what he did, did stop the Vietnam War? No, it didn't do that. My point is this, right? People who are that passionate and clearly across the issues, like Aaron Bushnell, the Buddhist monk, and another guy we're going to reduce soon, we need them here speaking up imagine the power of having an active service member now a young lad as well 25 articulate as he's, his friends said he was speaking up in uniform saying this look at like things like um you know joe glenton in the uk like we need more and more people like from a forces perspective speaking up just generally you know And his voice, is he silenced his own voice. Now, I understand the symbolism of things, but were you aware of this, right? The environmental protester who self-immolated was Wynne Allen Bruce, a climate activist and Buddhist from Boulder, Colorado. He set himself on fire in the plaza of the United States Supreme Court building in Washington, D.C. on Earth Day, which was April the 22nd, 2022. His fatal self immolation was characterized by his friends and his father as a protest against climate change. Did you know? Like, because I bet you the majority of people watching and listening to this didn't know. So I get it. I understand the desperation, and we're going to explore some of that later from a personal perspective. And maybe it's like, you know, you will chip in on that too about how you feel. Well, this isn't right, man. Like young people, we're losing them here. So the, the, obviously with a Buddhist monk, the lad last year was a Buddhist. Um, his friends sit, said, Aaron Bushnell's an anarchist. All the best people, gone. Their voice does not continue. People, what they do psychologically with trauma psychology, and we're all doing this every day with these competing crises, is whenever something's, like, uncomfortable and our brains are that full up, bump, exit out. It speaks to that thing about, like, it's not necessarily about the evidence, it's about how people make you feel when they're delivering it. And they could be delivering it in the nicest, most good-faith way possible, it still makes a person feel uncomfortable, quite a lot of people are off. So that's what we're dealing with, here, and, like, that's off a conversation, or here's some evidence, maybe you have to to do some changing. I don't know, but if it's on that small a level, people are gonna fucking do everything they can and memory hold somebody setting themselves on fire. so I just feel I looked at that, and I, even when I was watching it happen. I was like, this is so futile, man. I mean, you've seen the way the um, media Newsweek article didn't mention he was an anarchist, didn't mention any of the other detail. It's just, bump, news cycle move on, that'll be it. Because you honestly think that the military-industrial complex want want this amplified to fan the flames of this, so to speak, so more and more people see this. No, clearly not. Though what they're going to do is misrepresent it. So this lad, Aaron, you know, he'll just be woked off or whatever. One of them, isn't it? However, there's a flip side to this. How do you think people in the Muslim world are viewing this? You know, there may be a positive to come out of that because it's not just about one context. So, you know, this is me self-reflecting. And understand, and maybe this is just me trying to externalize my discomfort around it because psychology applies to everybody so let's do that as well i do feel discomfort about this big discomfort the fact that like somebody got that sort of i don't want to use the word depressed or rational or anything like that because it could be either of them and None of us can what was going on for that lad. But what we do know is what we're all experiencing together. And what we're experiencing together is something um, abhorrent that only happens once every few generations. And um, here we are. I just got like a um, little glitch on the internet there. So if you could let us know whether you're still hearing as loud and clear, that'd be appreciated. So it just feels like really hopeless. I I just saw it as a hopeless act. I just didn't see it as any kind of inspirational thing. And I just don't see this person as a a martyr. And I just wanted to do this today, like not to report it, but just to like say, man, like it's dangerous to like martyr somebody like this because more people will do this and it has no fucking end, like it has no positive outcome. History's shown with that. That Buddhist monk didn't stop the Vietnam War. Climate change is not being addressed at the level it was supposed to since 2022 and win Alan Davis, none of it. What we need to be doing is speaking up and using my voice. And look, if you're across this kind of stuff, the genocide and everything like that i celebrate you man i do but we need you to go off and if you're feeling a certain kind of way have a rest and then come back it's too many like damaged people around where this could be like it's a way out you know it's a very visible form of um taking your own life and um Just feels horrible, doesn't it? Anyway, we'll see what you think and what you feel in your hearts. So anyway, Jez is saying history is an uncomfortable read. Certainly is, pal. Nice to see you, Sophie. What all? All the best. Jez goes on. I think it's a hell of a statement. Soldiers normally get told to go and get killed. It's rare to see one choose their method of death. It's no matter than any, everything else surrounding this Do you know what it is? I hope you're right. And I'm not, I hope it does like lead to something like productive and positive. And you're right. It is a real sort of visual statement in regards a person in army fatigues, or I think it was a US Airmen camouflage, setting themselves on fire. I really hope so. I hope it's. I hope something comes out of it, even just for his family. Liam's saying, we know who Aaron Bushnell is now because of what he's done. No idea who he was and what he did before that. And I think Aaron's opinion was a piss in the ocean before, but now his last words are louder. I hear you, right? But I, I actually know Joe Clinton. I've talked to him loads of times. You know what I mean? And he did his, what he did around the Afghan war. He's wrote many books. He's a talking head and getting millions of views on Double Down News and things like that. We need more Joe Glentons, you know. I hear you, Liam, I do. But I swear to you, they will memory hole it. Let's see what Liam goes on to say. I don't encourage it at all, but understand how the feeling of having a voice shouting as loud as you like, it means nothing because it's not getting out there or through to others. And that's exactly why. I mean, it sounds like, you know, this is very much a conflict of interest. We should be amplifying independent media, but we should though, you know, and I do that as well. It's not just me saying amplify my work, amplify lots of other independence work. Um, Green New Deal media being a, a good one I've discovered relatively recently. Um, so, you know, if that's what we want to do, it's down to us, but also we need to understand that like, you know, COVID, Palestine, climate change, it's all being squashed in terms of reach and whatever funny that isn't it um nice one thanks everybody sophie david teasdale etc for letting us know that it sounds all right now i actually turned my um phone off and it seemed to work great stuff um do do Monsieur Hunt, Charlotte Church, using her voice, getting choirs together, fine well's tradition, it's annoyed a lot of bell ends, good last. Do you know what it is? I nearly included her in today's show um, and I was gonna, I'd probably include it going forward, man. You're dead right. Like what a great woman she is. Eh? Like the way she speaks, the way she um puts herself in the firing line and the way she articulates a lot of this to people who normally wouldn't be able to hear or listen to it. Um, I've got all the time and respect in the world for her. Do you know what it is, man? The Welsh absolutely just amazing, amazing, brilliant. So if saying it's worse when people are complaining about the weather than laughing about global warming, like what the fuck is wrong with you? Tell us about it, mate. It's absolutely and utterly doing my beans in. Michael is saying the dead cannot save the world quite. Uh, Carlos is saying, I agree that the chap is so much better alive and out of Caten than dead as a media silenced martyr, indeed Die is saying it takes so much courage to continually challenge the media narratives yes indeed it does and without putting myself on a, on some kind of weird ego pedestal I know <laughs> and I hope to tell you the full range of why one day, but we'll see it's not because I don't want to, I fucking do, but like I'm also understanding that like there's many ways to skin a cat. Many ways to skin a cat, isn't there? Pat, forward slash cowdaily. That's patreon.com forward slash cowdaily. If indeed you want to support independent media and keep us flying, please go to that. Also, PayPal link in the description if you want to make a one off contribution to our work, which would be really helpful more than ever, right now, to be quite honest with you. That be really cool. Right, a few more things just to not rush through, but get through. Have a look at. So, war should be financed through GoFundMe and fought by those cheering for it. Yes. This from EcoMarxi on your Twitter. There's something phenomenally evil about a country that forces you to work under threat of starvation and homelessness. Force you to pay taxes under the threat of prison and then use the taxes from your labor to fund a racist genocide. So maybe instead of diagnosing somebody we've never met, we should probably look at the commonalities here and look at the desperation that is driving people to fucking self-immolate. So let's remind ourselves, if all the history you're reading makes you feel warm and cozy and proud, you're not reading history, you're reading propaganda. History should hurt sometimes because it's ugly and harsh. Nothing more ugly and harsh than a man self-immolating. I'd just like to say, rest in power, Aaron Bushnell. Um, Clearly one of us, wasn't he? But I swear to God, I wish he'd never done this. We needed him. So if there's any active service people out there, or just anybody in general who's feeling desperate, seriously reach out, Me inbox boxes open. I don't say this as some kind of like, uh, actually podcast at gmail.com as well you can get us more ac- more directly and quicker there quite often um, I'll hear what you've got to say and we'll try and get you some help but please use your considerable voice and power for being here and telling bad people they're bad anyway I need a quick drink here's some rabbi Geordie Racers I don't know if I've ever told you this but the lad Spuggy who was the um, the lead character in Geordie Racer an old BBC children's TV programme for those who know and who don't he lived in the next street long for me and he was older than me and um, me and my pal used to torture him by, not literally, by run running, running around, shouting Spuggy at him and singing Geordie Racer. And there was one time um, there was a blizzard and stupidly on the way up from school I did that again. And um, he caught us. <laughs> he fucking battered us ice balls in the face. Fucking a few... Gigs and I deserved it, and I was bleeding afterwards. So I just like to apologise, Leon. All the best to you. Not Leon in the comments. The lad's name was Leon. <laughs> flying free, flying high, crashing wings across the sky. Jordi racer fly. It's by the True Heads, and I'm supposed to be having a drink, but when it comes to Jordy racers. I didn't plan this. It just hit me head when Ravi started. So yeah, sorry, Leon. What we got here? See, uh, losing respect for someone is always such a weird thing because you don't hate the person. You just don't feel the need to ever speak to them again or even think about them in the same way. You're just done. I need to speak on this because i've had to do this um i'm fortunate in the sense that before the pandemic a lot of this shaking out process had occurred either my choice or their choice um but since the ongoing pandemic let's get the language right i just couldn't i couldn't like stay in the same kind of contact with certain people now i want to delineate between love and respect i'll there's people right who I desperately dislike now still, but I'll always love them. You know, we're, we shared years together. And it's one of the, Well, the main reason I haven't actually spoke up, um, in a personal perspective. Um, even though I had fucking good reason to, by the way, from the shit that's been talking about me, but I haven't because of love respect, it's a different thing entirely, isn't it? I can start here. I can love somebody deeply, right? But if I don't respect them, it's time bound. And I've learned that about myself. If I look back, things that have come to an end, things that have run the natural course or things where they've been made to come to an end. And I've always thought that if there's a safety issue, and no matter what, people will rise to that. And that hasn't happened on a few different safety issues. And I have found some peace in removing people from my life. But also, it's been really hard because it's like this kind of like um, Dutch door action, I believe they call it, where it kicks in the ass. It's like much 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 better to not have to see people like doing some really wild shit and i'm talking in generalities because i love these people but i just can't watch what's going on just generally like it was it was and still does to a degree like i can't what i'm doing is i'm insulating myself from the inevitable and some of you out there might be doing the same, I don't know. But that, like, means loneliness. What I'm talking about is, um, well, obviously the pandemic, but there's other things as well, isn't there? And um, it's it's very lonely when you're in that transition from, like, you know, you make new friends, but also, like, you're kind of leaving people behind and that's been upsetting for us cuz you know you share a uh, history with people but if you didn't respect them then in the past i've let things go on too long i'm not like that anymore i'm a completely changed man and i haven't went the other way i'm not brutal or anything i'm just rational like i just like understand that i have in some respects i have to keep me brain in a jar and just get on with what i'm doing um I suppose in some respects, that is, it's not well balanced in my life at all. Um, for example, like Christmas, I spent it on my own. And that was a choice. You know, to, it, I've chosen to do that before the pandemic. But, man, I've certainly done that loads of times. But this time it was kind of like different, you know? It was like, I, um, have a much greater chance of getting unwell. If I get infected again, it's just the way it is. I mean, we don't know whether that's forever or whether it's just now, but it's definitely just now. So, you know, I can't continue like the people that I'm having to like move on from, I can't watch what's happening. I can't do it. I just can't. I've had too much trauma before. The pandemic from a load of other different things to be able to do this anymore like just pretend that i agree with how people are living because i i just wish you know we lived in a world where i could do detail but i can't but i needed to talk about this and i needed to talk about this on the fucking show because i've talked about this like not you know, other people's stuff privately with them. I've I've never actually spoke about what like a lot of what I'm talking about to anybody. But that's love. Respect is a different thing. If people cross my borders and disrespect us, that's also time-bound too. So as and when that happens, who I'll decide. But there can't be life without accountability. And what that means is it's like, and I'll read this again, losing respect for someone is always such a weird thing, and it is, because you don't hate the person, and I don't. You, just need, don't. you just don't feel the need to ever speak to them again or even think about them in the same way you just don't. Some of them I'll never speak to again, fucking fact. Some of them I might not get a chance to. Because the inevitable's coming, and when you love people, it's really hard to watch them fucking it's just been hard, so I just wanted to put that out there, and that's the most I've ever spoken about these things, and it's the most I'll ever will speak about this, at least on here. There'll be face- to face conversations happening though, and um I suppose what I'm asking from you is is' like, in your lives, have you had to move on? And make these strong decisions because the last thing I needed um, during this time was to do that. Because, you know, you do, as I say, expect people to act accordingly, but they don't. So, anyway, fuck them. In completely unconnected news, only respecting women you're attracted to isn't respecting women. So, On the page, we had a gentleman, um, we'll call him loosely, who um, wants to. He said something like, women are only nice to them because, like, if they're flirting or some mad shit like that. And I just feel really so desperately sad for people who feel this way about women. Like, What is going on there? That lad was um, like fully, fully out of his mind, like, but also there was one person jumping in with his whole chest, like defending it. But what I'm heartened by, and also women that I've spoken to in the last 24 hours are heartened by is the amount of men who stepped up and challenged it. There was loads of years. And, um, only respecting women you're attracted to isn't respecting women. I think he's you know that. And I just wanted to sort of, um, acknowledge this on the show. It makes all the world a difference when we step up and push back against these type of non CFA guys, catching me drift and you know, those uncomfortable conversations we've been talking about throughout the show. Unwillingness to have these uncomfortable conversations is literally getting people abused and killed. So we've got a to challenge it at source. I've ultimately blocked that lad from the um, comments because he started acting in bad faith. People had seen his page and he's a proper Andrew Tate cult member, and he was trying to lie and It's just like whatever, you were done here. But I think those things um, they do. Serve a purpose to let those conversations run because there was a positive that came out of that. And um, yeah, it's a good thing. So well done, everybody. Well done, Grotters. Well done, grot bags people. Um, this person I wanted to put up, I've actually exchanged emails with um Nate, Nate Quarries, a former MMA fighter, right? And he like You really should follow him. He's a good bloke. And just as an aside, he's um, funding out of his own pocket with somebody else um, a class action lawsuit against the UFC for um, basically paying shit money to fighters. But anyway, Nate Quarry says this. Here's a fun game. Anytime someone tells you about the scourge of wokeness, say woke. I've never heard that term. What does that mean? And then watch them fumble with a way to justify not treating people with respect as the basis of it all. Because that's the thing we're all being woked off or weirdoed off or even some people are like trying to claim that I'm mentally ill (laughs) which is like lad that's a bit rich coming from you like but um thanks for the diagnosis based on absolutely nothing um I'm pleased to say that I'm not and certainly no more less than anybody else currently and probably less than (laughs) ye in fact yes definitely just on a Shamima Begum tip, on the left, UK schoolgirl who faced terror charges as wake-up call about grooming, says The Guardian. On the right, Shamima Begum loses appeal against removal of British citizenship. That happened this week. Um, and then your classic groomed terrorist um, Dulux color chart to find out what, what we're all supposed to think. Oh, she's white. Is she? Okay. She was groomed. Oh, she's brown. Wasn't groomed. There's like literally, do you know on this, right? There's people even in our comment section, like decent people, right? And they are. they like, wow, fucking wow. And I've literally just said she's 15 and she was groomed by nonces with guns. <laughs> like, however, man, Think of it like this, right? There's a 15-year-old lass. She's groomed by nonces with automatic rifles. You would be like, what? We've got to stop that happening. Not like, remove her citizenship and have her appeal while she's sitting there in custody with the Kurds. It's like, look, it's a 15-year-old British citizen. People keep going on about like, oh, you know, like this whole thing is based on some kind of like moral betterment than ISIS, right? Which, you know, you'd be having to work pretty fucking hard to not be morally better than those fucking absolute fascist monsters. And yet here we are. <laughs> and that's not happening, is it? That's not happening. Our country is throwing one of its citizens to the fucking four winds. She's still a young lass now. Absolute rotitude from that. Like, look, wouldn't it be prudent to bring her back charge her with things, and in the meantime, question her and get as much bloody intelligence out of her as possible. Ha- like, Have her, you know, serve a sentence and whatever. And then obviously after that, she's going to have to be like sort of watched and that, isn't she? But she's a British citizen, same as I am, same as any other British citizen who's watching or listening to this, whether you like it or not. And if a country's going to claim like they're morally superior, to any other country that better be morally superior and thrown alas who was groomed by nonces with guns to the fucking four winds like this says everything not just about the country the government but also quite a lot of its people and its their susceptibility to racism which they don't even know cuz that's what it is so it's about those blind spots that we need to pick out for ourselves, isn't it? Really, read. Let's take some comments, and then I've got a little video, and then we're gonna do on. We're gonna get off. I'm gonna go and I don't know. I need to, I need to like do some weights or something, something like that. Timothy James Hill, nice to see you, pal. Hope you're good too. Um, asked you a question in the patrons forum, dude. Um, just want to see how you're getting on. So. Hopefully, you've seen it. Right. What we got? Jez, solitude is a peculiarity. It's a mind shift from being alone to being with yourself. It's very addictive, though. It really is. And I know we've talked about this in the past. Like, I enjoy it. Like, there's a big difference between being alone and lonely. Like, I have to be alone. Like, I want to be alone more than I want to be around people. But I have like, you know, I do have an extrovert side sometimes when I'm out, but do, do you know what it is, right? I know I'm going off into the little weeds here, but like I've noticed since I've like knocked alcohol on the head, well, reduced it radically right down. Like I'm drank for like three or four months. I did drink, regretted it. Hadn't drank for four or five months before. Um, two seconds, I'll just pull this up. <coughs> Excuse me, I've got like a bit of a phlemminess going on. So it is addictive, and I enjoy it. But quite often, it gets like misconstrued by people who like seem to gain energy from being around people, and that's fine. Like I don't mind that. I'm not hating on that. Like I think people should do that. You know, I think people should um, do whatever the fucking want to do, as long as it's not hurting anybody else. You know, that's literally how I live. And, and I, don't, I just don't think it needs to be any more fucking complicated than that. I don't need anybody to tell me how to treat people, you know? Lucifer strange. breezes in through the door late as fuck. I'd expect that from you, Lucifer. Every time. I hope you're feeling well anyway and doing good, Lucifer. I've uh, seen you on. Nice to see you. Read... Die is saying we all have to learn to be kind to ourselves, and sometimes it can be brutally hard. I had to do that myself way too, too many times. I hear you, mate. I definitely. I've had to do it too, and it's fucking. Hard. Oh, just seen this. Tim saying I had my notice in this morning. Long COVID and fire service work compatible Really sorry to hear that, dude. Let let we continue that conversation in the parents forum, though. Eh? Sophie is saying I feel like solitude is key for finding out who you are as a person. I fully agree, and that's why I feel in a lot of different spiritual traditions, um, solitude is like baked in. You know, it's baked in as a way to like sort of, you know, find a personal evolution and, and enlightenment. And um there's I just plan on spending more time with trees, mate, to be fucking honest with you. Yeah. Right, what I'm gonna do is right. I'm going to play this video, and it's a little bit of sort of hope, I don't know. So anyway, this is from Elad Niohari, which is at Elad Niohari on Twitter. Yesterday, anti-Netanyahu and anti-war protests rocked Tel Aviv in a way they haven't since October the 7th. Hostage families and many others came out to stand up with the government, and the government responded violently. Incredible video by Eli Katsoff capturing the protests. So we're gonna play out with this. I may offer some analysis at the end, I may not. It depends on how much tea I've drank, I suppose. But um, let we have a look. Let us see what is going on. And as far as I know, this is not being reported by the media. I wonder why. Check it. <laughs> מילואים ניקים קורסים בלי תמיכה ותקציב שהופתף להם מפגירים את הורנה כשאלה למטרות יחסים ציבור בבית החולים, סייב אור להיפגש איתו הלאה במה הזו, ביחד, אנו אומרים כי אנחנו מאמינים בנציגוי מוצלים לנו הסיכויים עבורם, די לכאב המשפחות, מאה ל-140 ימים, אם לא אם לא יקודה מצווה Yeah, we're gonna audio people kicking right off. move in and asses. Just a quick one on this. There's hell on in Israel at the minute. You remember I um, was following uh, this runner, right? He was like just an Israeli runner. He's actually from South Africa originally, but we'll not get into the problematic nature of two settler colonial passports. But anyway, he has stopped his whole vibe, which is why I got on this, was from October last year. And I've watched every video. he's had mad access to the IDF. Like, I don't even know what the hell's going on there. But then now, all of a sudden, without any warning, he's just posting videos of him running again. And it seemed very strained, the last protest. Because they were doing, like, this whole thing where bring them home and, like, doing runs for bringing them home and all of that. Like, you know, at the start, it was all Israel together. What's happening is israel is coming apart at the seams and it's not the people who would normally think like leftists and all of that i mean they're involved obviously it's ho- families of the hostages you know and um, people walking around with. have saw on the screen there a netanyahu mask with red hands blood on the hands getting battered by the busies so internal strife couldn't quite often lead to wars coming to an end So as much as we're seeing scenes of riot and whatever, there's some hope there. But anyway, I'm off to walk me dig. All the best, chaps. Dib, 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 dob, 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 and all that. Bye. Bye.